what should be the uh, approach for the people uh, to mental health right now how important is public speaking as a coach what are the things that you have seen the pattern inside uh, people uh, that stopping them to go to the next level welcome to another episode of the sagar sangam so and today we have a very special guest who has inspired me through his journey he is a success gang super speaker winner season 1 he is an amazing fitness and lifestyle coach who helps people reverse their age and has successfully done that for himself he's 50 and you cannot believe by looking at it he says this lifetime is very quite less to do everything he wishes for that's why he started his mission to help lot of people reverse their age without further ado let's welcome varun mehta to our interview show welcome varun to our interview show and i'm super excited and i'm really honored to have you here as you going sagar great to be here yes super awesome super excited varun you're 50 i'm still i cannot believe looks like you're late 20s or early 30s literally wow. that is something whenever i see you like you 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 make me feel like that so what is that secret are you try to compete with uh, anil kapoor <laughs> <laughs> thank you first of all thank you for that i really appreciate it uh, anil kapoor by the way great example i mean hardly trying to compete if i could be anywhere near what that guy is what that guy looks like at his age that would be fantastic so he's a, he's a great example thanks yes. for bringing up bringing him up yeah so uh so, yeah. so secret i mean I, i would say yes there are a lot of things you can do which i do on a day to day basis there are a lot of hacks you can do there's a lot a lot of lifestyle changes you can adopt and of course it's got to do with the mindset and your subconscious and you know working on your psychology pretty much through the entire end to end approach which is what i help people with as well so what is that tipping point when uh, exactly you thought of uh, or that inspired your journey to start this um, like you started thinking that you can help people reverse uh, their age what is that tipping point wow okay so yes you rightly said that because yes we all have tipping points which pretty much lead to our mission in lives Um I'd say you know one of the things that I came across the statement I don't know who said it to be honest and the statement was we're living too short and we're dying too long see if you really look at that wow we literally have like you know a productive years of what 20s 30s 40s after that pretty much people are trying not to die by managing their symptoms or managing their bodies dragging the bodies around i mean they don't look like or they don't feel like they're in the peak stage of life or peak state of health you know so it's like and and it, and then it's just slides down further and further 50s 60s 70s you know in when i used to do my live events pre covid one of the questions i used to ask people from the stage who were attending the event i used to ask them how long would you like to live Okay typically I'd get a response like you know we're good until we're 70s until we are healthy as soon as we start losing our health we don't want to be around that was under the presupposition you know when I started thinking about it it was under the presupposition that when you get to your 70s and when you go beyond 70s your body gets frail you get diseased you have to depend on other people you know you don't have the same kind of energy I challenged all those assumptions 
I literally do. And I think that our body, uh, our organs are meant to live much, much longer. Just like we don't, we don't know what our, you know, mental potential is. Uh, just, uh, just like we don't tap into that completely. Same thing. We're not tapping into a complete physical potential as well. And I strongly believe that. So that's the other reason. And then I would say the third would be when, you know, in my own journey, as I was working on my health, nursing myself back to good health, and I started feeling a lot better by all the things that I learned by applying them. And then I was 10 kilos overweight at one point in time. And then I started working on my body transformation. And fortunately, that worked out well, too. That's when I asked myself question, what else is there? You know, I had this obsession, a lifelong obsession, like in the health domain, what else is there? Because I know our body is an amazing biocomputer that is capable of phenomenal things. So I'm always asking myself, what else is there? How else can I tap into its full potential? That's when I discovered the magic of reverse aging and longevity. And that's when I realized that as humans, as I said before, we haven't even tapped into one tenth of the potential, the physical potential we have. And that is where this obsession came from. Amazing. Like, so what, which year that was like, uh, I think, mm. isn't something, uh, any health disorder or something that is, uh, or something happened? Well, to be, to be honest, my, well, I've, I've had a very sick childhood, right? I mean, I was a very, very sick child throughout my life. So there was a lot of trauma around that. And my, I would say my health setbacks and uh, health episodes, breakdowns kept happening over and over and over and over to the, to the extent that I was always in a state of trauma and fear and anxiety as to, you know, when would be the next spell? Because I didn't know how to deal with that. And then what, you know, broke the camel's back, as they say, or what was the last straw was 12 years ago when I had a massive health breakdown. And I've talked about it in my journey as well. Massive health breakdown wherein I literally, you know, when I woke up in a hospital, having gone unconscious at home, I woke up in a hospital and I found out that I was pre-diabetic. I had really bad digestive disorders like IBD, IBS. Um, I had PTSD, the mental disorder. You know, that's when literally I woke up like, okay, I'm like, you know what? I got to make a choice. I got to do something about it. And that's when I decided to really dive headlong and become an expert in this domain, in my own health and my body. Okay, And then I realized that if we don't become an expert in our own health and body, everything else is secondary. So that was first. And as I healed myself, as I was telling you before, then I started focusing on body transformation. And third was when I moved into the reverse aging and longevity, which became, which is my current obsession. I don't know where we go from here. We don't, I don't know. So I can't give you, uh, I would say, a year that this happened. I'm sure that you must be have like, uh, having that difficult time when uh, you say trauma and uh, PTSD okay, thing. So what are the significance of that mental health on your body transformations? Mm. So, you know, as uh, PTSD, the very word says, post-traumatic stress disorder. And I was, as I was just saying, living in trauma for the most of my life, I didn't know that, that I was embodying that trauma. I didn't know that I had PTSD. So, you know, a lot of people are walking around without knowing they have these mental disorders. I mean, in fact, if you have any of the symptoms that I talked about before, um, I mean, for the, uh, I mean, if you all feel like a loner, uh, if you don't have anyone to talk to, if you, if you don't express your feelings on a regular basis, um, I'd say, you know, if you have trouble sleeping, like I did, if you are jumpy, aggressive, short-tempered, 
it could be any of these things you know you could have that mental disorder that i did so that is a huge impact you know what i realized sagar is that most of the source of our energy is actually threefold right so this psychological or spiritual or psycho spiritual as we say second is emotional and third is physical right so we being spiritual beings we have a lot of spiritual energy and we are also emotional beings we go through emotions every single day so there's a lot of energy tied up in that and third is the physical you know all the food that we eat also turns into energy so if we don't if we don't channel these sources of energy in the right way it can wreak havoc in our lives completely so we have to harness that energy we have to channelize in the right way otherwise those energy blocks can create a lot of issues sometimes mental disorders as well so i learned how to channelize these you know by moving into my body as well so that was another turning point for me to learn more about the physical transformation as well and how it was affecting my health my mental you know my mental instability and there's a direct correlation so just like if you take care of physical health it will take care of mental health you know mind is a software your brain is your hardware you don't see your mind anywhere so it's what you feed in there so that's why the energy blocks so if you look in after your brain through proper nutrition and through proper lifestyle your brain health and at the same time you're looking after your thoughts by moving by you know by moving that energy and all the things that I've talked about as well so then you two folds so you taking care of the hardware and you taking care of the software as well that's that's what leads to actually good mental health so it's not just about talking about it yes that's very important then i built many other practices like journaling you know meditation becoming more self aware i mean it took me years and years of self awareness to realize what my triggers were and working on my triggers too so it's it's a bunch of those practices coming together that helped me heal through it actually now you talked about like uh, this mental health uh, but when it comes to mental health in india it is still taboo in india right and uh, you being the victim and successfully overcoming this mental health issue what should be the uh, approach for the people uh, to mental health right now right right so i would just talk i would just say the things that i just talked about right yes. so you know all the symptoms first of all recognizing first of all going deep and recognizing that you might have an issue as i was saying any of the symptoms that i talked about right if you're being jumpy if you're being aggressive if you're just frustrated for no reason you know you're agitated um you you don't and you don't know why you're doing that right or you're having trouble falling asleep trouble staying asleep you don't you're not functioning like a normal normal being human being right you know there's an issue so first recognize and acknowledge that and then maybe get help around it and then ultimately what does it take to start functioning like a normal human being is what i said you know start focusing on your physical health as well now it is difficult i know it's easier said than done but just take it a step by step approach you know start focusing on the bright side of life start focusing on um talking to people like give an example um in my graduate school saga um i was in a university overseas in in a grad school and at that point in time i was living alone and there was a lot of work i had to do by myself as well so there wasn't a lot of human interaction going on you know what i realized at that point in time is that when we're not interacting with other humans on a regular basis we go in a different dimension we go in a different thought world we're thinking different thoughts like we don't we're not in touch with reality mm. that can also be the start of a lot of mental issues 
So, you know, if you, even if you look at the healthiest places in the world called Blue Zones, one of the fundamental things is they're very social beings. They're always connecting. That is why this mm. stuff happens. I think their oh, most okay. happiness index is very good at their right. Right. Oh, right. Because they're very social. They always yeah. have um, social activities going on as well. That is why, as I was saying, a lot of this stuff happened during COVID because people went into isolation. They weren't connecting with others. So that is very important for us. Right. And then practices of self-awareness, as I was saying before, what triggers you? And that only comes through self-awareness. If you have a regular meditation practice, if you're regularly journaling, if you get to know about yourself, and the third and most important for me is physical movement because the energy, you have to move that energy into your body. Really, yes. you have to move that energy. We're designed to move, okay? Life is movement. This earth is a moving planet in a moving galaxy, in a moving universe, right? So everything's moving. Everything's growing, dying, moving constantly. That's what we've got to be doing. If you become sedentary, if you're not moving, I mean, that's a death knell to your mental health. Of course, your physical health, but also to your mental health. Amazing, Varun. I think that there is a very crucial uh, part of so many people. As you mentioned, yeah, we need to be socializing. We need to be uh, keep on interacting with uh, people. And uh, like, so how your coaching, like, how do in India as a coach, how do you help that? Do you have any coaching system? How do you actually do that? Implements in your coaching system or your student life? So if you can just mm. share, yeah. So, yeah. So in the health domain, so most of the people, of course, come to me with reverse aging, longevity issues, right? Where they, they want to start working on that. And of course, there might be some, once you start working on it, then you have to start working on the fundamentals as well, right? So we do an analysis. We do an analysis where they are today. We do a body composition analysis where we are, we do a mental health analysis. We do an analysis of where they are today. And sometimes some issues crop up. There might be chronic health issues, something. So we have to take those into stride as well. So in their journey, they have to start healing themselves. Okay. And there are three stages of transformation in your physical health. Server. One is healing. See, unless you've healed yourself, you cannot move into maintenance phase. And once you move into maintenance phase, it's only when you can move into transformation phase because every phase requires different protocol. It requires different diet, it requires different nutritional, different fitness protocol. In a healing phase, you cannot go, for example, on a high protein diet. It doesn't make sense. In a maintenance phase, yes, you can, but you'll be more balanced. In a transformation phase, where you're transforming your body, your macronutrient profile completely changes. Your fitness completely changes. You know, the workouts that you do completely changes as well. So we, based on where someone is, we design those programs accordingly. And of course, when you're working on all, all those things, your mental health vastly improves. Because what is negative mental health? is basically lack of happy chemicals in your body or happy hormones, lack of happy hormones, right? I mean, especially lack of dopamine. So when you're connecting with others, what we're talking about, you generate dopamine. When you work out, you generate serotonin or an endorphins, right? So you generate all these happy hormones and chemicals, which will make you so much happier and more fulfilled in life. Wow, that's really awesome. Like, uh, so can you uh, would you like to share any transformational result that you got for any student and that really amazed you like, wow, uh, any fulfilling, uh, fulfilling moment because whenever I see like as a coach, um, uh, it is not about how much money we make or something, but the transformation we get from that is something best fulfilling moment. 
So what was uh, that that one moment that you'd like to share? That's a great question, Sagar. And it speaks to what's over in on your wall back there. Impact over mm. income, right? Yes, nice. yes. So that also tells me where your focus is, which is on, on impact. Yes. So yeah, thanks for asking that. Um, you know, this comes to my mind. This was about three years ago. Uh, there was this lady I was working with. So when she came in and, you know, so we do a discovery call, right? So when she came in, we started talking. And she described that for the last so many years, she's been, her symptoms were like, I would say jigsaw puzzle. She couldn't piece them together. She even went to so many doctors and experts and they couldn't piece them together. They couldn't diagnose what the actual issue was. And this discovery call was supposed to be for 45 minutes and it went on for two and a half hours. And we just kept digging deeper and deeper. And there was unexplained weight loss. There was unexplained, you know, hair fall. There was unexplained mood swings, um, fatigue, lethargy, and all this while, and sometimes there would be unexplained weight gain, massive weight gain as well. And all this while she was in a, she was in a very healthy calorie controlled diet. She was looking after herself well. She was moving. She was working out as best as she could. Of course, she had some physical issues, you know, including some lower back issues and stuff. And as I kept digging deeper, I'm like, hmm, this is interesting because it was, you know, symptoms are disconnected from a lot of things. So I'm like, where is this coming from? So we kept digging deeper and deeper. And then as she came on board and we started working on her, we ran just a few essential tests and, you know, have these health assessment forms. They started answering and then a pattern emerged, something that no one was able to diagnose for like six to seven years. We got to it within about three weeks to a month just because we went through a structured approach and because we listened to her, you know. Now, of course, no offense to doctors, but doctors have limited time, right? You go to a doctor's clinic, they can give you only limited time. And it's also symptoms based, right? You've got these symptoms. um, There's a probably diagnosis. You have to run a few tests, maybe you get some medication and you're out, right? But as health coaches, Uh, from a functional medicine point of view from an integrative medicine point of view we look at a person as a whole we look at the person we don't look at the disease okay we look at the person that's causing it rather than the disease attacking the person because the lifestyle of a person that's causing something and that's so we went deeper and deeper into it the diagnosis that came out just about in three weeks into the program was that she had thyroid dysfunction no one had gone into that level and gave her that gave her that diagnosis as soon as we got the diagnosis a lot of unexplained things started becoming okay that makes sense that makes sense now she felt very liberated she's like okay at least i know what i have i can do something about it then we designed a protocol it took her a year for all her symptoms to start going into remission and as they did she felt so liberated so free and you know what the best part Sagar? Now, this is why I'm telling you this story is because when all this happened, she made it her life's work to do it for other people. She's like, I didn't know what I was suffering. And it was like, you know, being in a prison without being in a physical prison. And as soon as she came out of it, she felt so free and liberated. She wanted to do it for others. So she started learning more about it. And today she's helping other people find out specifically their thyroid dysfunction and helping them with it. And you know what? This is the stuff that legends are made of. And this kind of work gives me complete satisfaction and joy like nothing else. The best uh, thing that we could ever do for the people around us. Uh, When it comes to like 
like this implementing all the stuff that a coach mentioned uh but still people in this health journey they they try to give up in between okay so they actually they give up so what is the message for them so that uh, they can yes come back another golden question my man wow yes you're right a lot of people like stop start stop start yes, right yes. right yeah so they get on a health journey on a fitness journey and they're all motivated and suddenly exactly. there's momentum in between yes been through that by the way as well <laughs> for a long time so couple of things see what's not going to work i tell you what's not going to work is temporary motivation or looking at someone on instagram and their body transformation or their health transformation and jumping on the bandwagon or looking at the latest trends of um, you know uh, superfoods or new fitness fads and trying out everything that's not going to work okay i'll be upfront about it what's going to work is first of all why are you doing this okay get very clear on that i had complete clarity now for my health it was complete clarity because it was for me it was for my family i wanted to get well for my family and for the people i served and of course for me as well because i wanted to live a full life i wanted to live a quality life i wanted to enhance the quality of my life i wanted to experience everything that was possible you know socrates says um um he not say said socrates said that no man or woman has the right to die without knowing what the body is fully capable of see how deep that is and how we never focus on our physical body and what is capable of okay that statement just got me so i would say that's one reason that you should never ever even look up look at giving giving up on that journey second is this so much your joy in inhabiting a light body a fit body you know it's it's a kitchen carrier it's your house you're basically a spirit this is your house right now if your house is in amazing condition you will feel really good about it now imagine if you come back from work into your house which is all littered and messed up and there's mold and there's crap everywhere right there's food items lying around there's it's mess how would you feel you would not be able to think clearly you won't be able to function well at the same time if you were to come back to a house that is well lit beautiful clean there's beautiful aroma coming out of certain places there's beautiful food smell coming out right and now you feel the joy of coming home you might never even want to leave that kind of home now that's the difference now when you inhabit a body like that it changes the game for you you know everyone talks about living up to the full potential but you've got to have your carrier living up to full potential for you to live up to your full physical mental potential to your career potential to your financial potential i mean that's the very basis isn't it okay yes. so i would say these would be the reasons i mean i always remember socrates what he said i would also add to it saga this is not your life to mess with okay it's a god's gift to you and you owe it to god to be the best version of that and finally i would say who do you do it for you know my wife and i we have a commitment to stay fit for each other we do it for each other so figure out who is it for we do it for each other plus i'm doing it for my future kids i don't have kids right now but i know i'm going to have it in the future right so i want to make sure that i'm healthy fit i have plenty of energy to play with them as they're growing old not growing old but as they're growing younger right so i want to make sure so i my why is clear and who am i doing it for is clear as well so figure that out who you're doing it for is it your family is it for yourself is it the people in the community you serve 
You know, is it for your partner? Is it for your kids you, you have right now? Or is it for future kids? Because we'll do more for others than we'll do for ourselves. Keep that in mind. Amazing, Varun. Like I, the why part, that is something that really hit me hard. That you, you do it for someone else. And um, yes, I think that is the one of the biggest thing that we should do. And also, like uh, when it comes to implementing these things, um, I think uh, we have to give time, money, space, uh, so so that we can actually invest some time on the, those type of things. Specifically, we think we actually we uh, so this fitness journey sometimes comes from a borrowed belief or like artificially beliefs. But okay, okay, if that person is doing. Let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, right. any any tips that you like to give uh, those who are of fitness enthusiasts that they can even do it from home by not going to gym. So, how do you recommend by going to gym or from home itself they can stay fit? Any tips for them? Good question. Good question. So, look, I mean, you can join a gym. A lot of people join the gym, but they don't regularly go to the gym. Because then you need another spell. I mean, most people are busy in their lives, right? When they're working all day, it takes an extra dose of motivation for them to travel through the traffic, to go to the gym. They're like, you know, you know by the time, they're like, you know, I don't have the motivation, so let's skip some days. And the, and the key is consistency. So what I've found is, of course, going to the gym really helps. But if you can, can speak, if you can be consistent, even from home, you can build a world-class body. You can have world-class fitness. You can have world-class health. In fact, that's what we do in our program as well. So we run this our three-month transformational journeys, you know, physical transformational journeys, nutritional transformational journeys from home. And the key, the key really is to get the proper guidance, to have a proper structured system, step-by-step -step system, so you know you're progressing, and to have a trainer, someone who's world-class, who knows what they're doing, and they're watching every form, so that you know, you're not getting injured, you're not causing injury to yourself as well. So, and, and the other aspect, which you know very well, is the community support, because there will be days you will not feel motivated. There will be yes. days you don't feel like working out. There will be days you don't feel like taking care of your health. But when you have that community that's really switched on and turned on with a clear why and who they're doing it for, they will egg you on. And that's what we do. Our community eggs each other on. That is why people achieve superlative results. Because they'll be, you know, those days when they don't feel like and when they do it, then we encourage them to reward themselves and then that becomes a loop so you take an action you reward yourself and you start feeling so good about yourself you're like you know what i really did that and then you get double the energy to work on your goals because that's where the energy comes from otherwise yeah. your energy will become all static yes thank you so much uh varun like you have given a complete uh i think checklist of uh being a fit and uh about very insightful information about reverse aging. Now coming towards the another part of your life, which is uh, you are also a super speaker coach. So how, first of all, congratulations for your being the winner of super speaker season one. And how's that journey looking? How it all started? Oh, right. That's a story in itself, Sagar. <laughs> so, I'd love to know. Yeah, so, yeah. it was uh, 2021, right? And we, as a family, we were just coming out of COVID. Uh, 
I remember, and it was like, you know, we all, one by one, so four of us, my parents, my wife, myself, one by one, we all got COVID, right? And then my parents, we had to look after them as well at the same time. It was a tough time. And as soon as we came out of that tough time, as soon as we came out, I saw, you know, I went on Insta and I suddenly saw, you know, Serene talking about super speaker initiatives. I'm like, this sounds interesting. Wow. And funnily enough, I think there was just one day left or something. I think it was the last day entry is. And I'm like, you know, why not? Why not? You know, I spoke with my wife. She's like, yeah, go for it, man. So it was more like, you know, coming out of COVID and sort of looking at something because then you're lost. You know, we came out of that, we were lost, you know. Suddenly, when you come out of such a long phase, you know, a month of your life is gone and you've been looking after yourself, you've been looking after your family and suddenly you come out, okay, you know what, what am I looking towards? You need something to look look towards. You need like a beacon of light. And that became the beacon of light. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to focus on this now. So then put in my first video, right? And like, okay, you know what? We'll see how it goes. And as soon as went into the next round, I'm like, okay, that's it. There was a bunch of things I had started. I had left everything on the side. I'm like, I'm going to super focus on one thing. And you know, that's the magic of focus, right? When you focus yes. on one thing with your heart and your soul and you're manifesting and at the same time, you're physically working on it every single day. Um, Man, I read books, I watched so many videos, I just kept practicing and practicing work. So it wasn't just about getting in front and started making the videos. I had to get used to the whole thing. Um, but you, you were know, completely I, new to this uh, video making or, or everything? Yes, yeah. Sagar, I'm, I might have made a few, very few videos before. But again, no consistency, nothing, no very few video videos. And you know, I was still very camera conscious back then. Wow. Okay, I was like, you know, I still had many excuses. I still kept coming up with like, you know, it's it's okay, I'll do it later, or the lighting is not right, you know, I don't I don't know what to say, or I'm not gonna look good, I'm gonna get judged, you know, all those usual things that we do. Right. And of course I went through all that as well. So my only goal became at that point in time, Sagar, was every round I wanted to do it better than the previous round. That was my goal. Okay, and I did everything I could. I did multiple takes, I practiced. Um, I even for every single round, I wrote down multiple scripts, multiple content, and I was never happy. I was just writing down and I was, you know, tearing up the pages and I was writing down. And I love writing, by the way. So I was just coming up with stuff and I kept, kept doing that over and over and over. And, you know, as I was saying before, if you really focus on one thing and make it your primary mission, I didn't know I would go that far. I didn't know I would be in top 10 and I didn't know I would win, but just focused on it. Just completely let everything slide. I mean, I had started um, another revenue stream back then. I have another business and I started another revenue stream in my coaching as well. And that was going well. I literally put that on hold. I literally put that on hold because I realized if I tried to do this, this, this together, then all of it would be incomplete. So, you know, there are certain sacrifices you have to make. So I made those sacrifices, but in the end, it was worth it. In the yes. end, it was worth it. Yeah. I think uh, that is like biggest learning of uh, from you in this journey is the power of focus and the power of one thing. Power one thing. And uh, I, I can see that you know, how impactful whenever you speaks, that is actually, you, you all can see that. Okay, so uh, how important is public speaking as a coach? Uh, because not all coaches 
or a good speaker okay so how how is that really matters when it comes to being a public speaker so yes um how important it is super important saga i tell you why and i think i mentioned this in one of my public forums before which is let's say you are extremely good at what you do okay let's say you are 10 out of 10 as a structural engineer okay or as a book writing coach or as a mindset coach the topic okay whatever your topic is you are brilliant at it okay 10 out of 10 but the way you communicate it is is 3 out of 10 now how is the world going to perceive you right the world's going to be like the three out get the uh, essence of what exactly the essence of that precisely that is why it's the number one skill today because your ideas the way you communicate to the world is how the world will get that you know as they say perception is reality so there is no objective truth perception is reality your truth is different from someone else's truth so when perception is reality what kind of perception are you giving out to people and in today's market crowded market where you have the coaches in every domain how are you going to stand out so i personally believe that's the number one skill for any coach to stand out and that is how i got into it sagar to ask your second question is because you know when i had the fortune and the blessing of winning super speaker season 1 a lot of people started approaching me to learn public speaking that was like an eye open i'm like aha uh-huh. okay i can teach public speaking i'm like okay you know and i didn't realize that so i started doing that and i started going back into my own journey of all the lessons i had learned and i realized i'm actually been working at it for last 15 years it wasn't just a one year thing i've been actually working on my 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 speaking for a really long time by all the speakers that i've been impressed by over the years and i've been subconsciously getting all of that from them so then i started putting all that structure together and then that's when i started mentoring people in public speaking as well and to be honest sagar i'm really enjoying it it's so much fun when you see people come in and they don't know how to express themselves but they have something really powerful to say like this gentleman i was talking about uh, talking to just last week he had so much wisdom sagar so much knowledge so much wisdom so much with so much to share with the world i mean he could inspire so many people and you could see that and he has the will power and he has the discipline he has the resilience everything he just doesn't have the speaking skills unfortunately so that's what i'm working on with him because i know that guy's going to be very powerful once he actually finds his voice once he starts to express it it's going to change so many people's lives and that is the power and that's why i'm loving it because you know just as i was talking about my client in their health transformational journey this is so transformational when you see people light up they're like and they start seeing their own power because i mean how else are they going to demonstrate their own power until unless they speak out right how else are they going to express how much they have inside i mean there are people dying out there they want to express they have so much built up inside they want to express it but they don't know how to express it So you know that's the whole journey when we take them on the journey and they start becoming really good speakers it's very rewarding saga. Uh, Varun you have definitely in the past one year after your super speaker journey uh, so what are the things that you have seen the pattern inside uh, the people uh, that's stopping them to go to the next level to be a good speaker what are the facts there are few patterns one is a costly fear Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. as they say, Stay public fear. speaking is the number one fear, right? So fear. So there's a few patterns. One pattern is whether people are actually good, 
Okay. But they have fear. They think they're not good enough. So, you know, they're putting themselves down. You give them that platform and you give them the confidence and they start shining. And then there's the other pattern where the people who think they're very good, but they don't have the nuances of public speaking. They have the confidence, but there's so many nuances to public speaking, right? For example, I mean, I could just be out there and speak flat and, you know, I could be newsreader style, for example. Newsreader style is just you sit there, you talk about, you're not supposed to show a lot of emotion, you're very polished, right? Now, does that make a great speaker? Maybe if you're a newsreader, but if you're a coach and you're into transforming people's lives, that's an emotions game. Right. So you can't be all like literally polished and I would say show no emotion. Um, it's it's a different game because now you're transforming. When transforming people's lives, you've got to bring in your raw self. You've got to bring in your transformative self. That's when you become good at storytelling as well. So it depends on the platform you're using. So we see patterns there. We see patterns, as I said, people who think they have the confidence, but they don't have the nuances of public speaking. People who are good, but they don't know they're good. And of course, then there are people who come in, they've got the desire, the willpower, and they've got to work on the fundamentals of language as well. Okay. And then there are people who come in, they don't have the desire or they don't have the work ethic. They have the desire, but they don't have the work ethic as well. Just like in any coaching, for example, right? You could have a mentee um, who has, who really has a great desire, but they don't have the work ethic. So similarly, this also takes a lot of work ethic. And to be honest, speaking is a lot about practice. Okay. I mean, it's not that I download a lot of knowledge into you and you become a great speaker. It's knowledge plus tremendous amount of practice. That's what's it's like developing a new muscle, right? You go to gym, you start building your body and you work out every single day or at least four to five times a week. That's how you develop your muscle, right? Similarly, this is a new muscle you're developing. Now, we haven't developed this muscle for a long time because we have a habitual way of speaking. When you want to get out of the habitual way of speaking into an impactful way of speaking, you start developing a new muscle. That takes practice. Uh, what would, like, would you like to share any uh, tips when it comes to that we have coached by topmost uh, coaches across the world? Uh, so, what are the like, key components of those speaking? Uh, how they make it more persuasive or more, more engaging? What are the, like, you can just share two, three tips around it so that uh, it will really help the people who are actually in the process of learning that uh, public speaking. It's a very good question again. I would say it's got nothing to do so much with fancy speaking or fancy accents. I know I have one because I grew up in other countries as well. So I studied in different cultures as well. I lived a lot of my life in other countries. And that is why I have that. However, it's not got to do about that. It's got to do more about being real. Okay? Authentic, Authentic is a word that's being thrown around a lot. So I would say being real. Being real mm -hmm. means when you want to impact someone's life, you talk about what's impacted you. You talk about what's created transformations for you. You bring in your stories and work on that artist's storytelling as well. Okay. And do not, so it's, I would say it's, it's not about talking about Cinderella stories that are king and queen stories and once upon a time, this and that, or other people's stories and transformations. People relate to other people's journeys as long as you're vulnerable enough to share them. Okay. Remember the key word is vulnerable. 
it's not about sharing your successes. It's not about, you know, I'm great and I've done this and I have this degree and that degree. It's about vulnerability, sharing your failures. So, I mean, I will, I will, I mean, I would, as I was giving credit to you, Sarah, when you went up on stage and talked about your story, I'm sure a lot of people came up to you because yes, they connected yes. with you, because you shared a vulnerable story. You didn't go out there like, hey, I help people massively monetize their Facebook groups and I've done this for so, so many people. People like, okay, good. Thank you. Go home. Right. <laughs> because people don't want to hear that. People want to hear pain and struggle because people are going through pain and struggle in their lives. So if you want to be really impactful, that's the point. That's what you got to hit. And you don't hit in a fake way. You do it in the real way, as real as you can, because people can smell you're being authentic or not. You're being real yes. or not. People can smell it. Right. And you do it for others. I would say Blair says it all. Blair says it the best. In fact, when you have the gift, you when life gives you that opportunity, you get up on the stage online, offline, you make it about your audience. You don't make it about you. So, you know, there are three stages of life we go through. We there are people who like, you know, things happen to them, which is a victim mentality. This happened to me. This happened to me. Then you move on to buy. This happened by me. Now you're starting to take ownership. This happened by me. And the third stage in the magical stages, which is for a great speaker to know, it happens through you. Okay? You are a messenger and it happens through you. And you just got to be a channel for that. So you got to remember you're there for your audience, you're there for other people. We are talking here for the benefit of other people. If as a speaker, I cannot impact other people's lives, then me being a super speaker is useless, right? That's the entire point of it. And I would give huge credit to Blessing for that. Amazing. Yes, Blair is a magician, real magicians. So would you like to share any uh, top uh, of your mentors or if you are willing to share who actually create an impact in your life? Apart from sure. that singer. Sure, sure. So my, you know, I've, again, I've shared this on another platform. I, the, the first time I was really impacted by speakers and what a speaker can do was I think 15 or 16 years ago. And I was in a university in the US. And, you know, as, and as students, we don't really have much money in our pockets. You know, we're barely living day by day. And I was doing day jobs as well, just to make sure that, you know, I could meet my expenses. And there was an event just like this National Achievers Congress in India, there's an event by Learning Annex. Learning Annex is a company in the U.S. that organizes these uh, informative educational events. So in the city that I was in, um, there were posters all around of this particular event. And he was going to have Tony Robbins and Robert Kiyosaki on that. And I didn't know who these guys were, but it looked very impactful at, at that point in time. So when I went back, checked them online, like, it's very interesting. But the event was a one day event. It was fairly expensive and I didn't have the money. So I was like, you know, how do I get the money? I couldn't ask my parents for it because they're like, you know, you've gone there on education. Um, you've gone there to study in university. We can't give you money to do all your, you know, things that you want to do outside that. So I didn't know what to do. And my heart kept calling me to attend that. I didn't know why. So I asked my friend, I borrowed some money from my friend and I went and attended that event. And that event became the turning point of my life saga because at that event, for the first time in my life, I was exposed to on that same stage, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, Donald Trump, Marshall wow. Silva, Robert Kiyosaki's wife, 
So all these guys were on one platform. And that was my first introduction to who these people were. I'm talking about year 2005, 2006, I think. Yeah, literally. Man, that just blew me away. That just blew me away. I, I remember sitting there mesmerized. I'm like, whoa, look at the impact they're having on this audience. And a voice inside told me, if they can do it, you can do it. Okay. Now, I didn't know that I'm going to end up being a super speaker. And by the way, this is the beginning of the journey. Right. I didn't know back then. But somewhere that seed was planted. So and I would I say. Dots. Uh, right, right, connecting dots, right. So those people were my initial mentors and those people remain my mentors as well. Specifically, Tony Robbins and Marshall Silva. Big time. Because I saw how, you know, a great speaker, Saga, has the power of holding an audience. Now, you can use it for a negative purpose or you could use it for a positive purpose. But when you have mentors around you, like Blair Singer and Success Gyan, and Suren and Sibs and Rajiv and Pooja, they will put you in an ethical direction, in a direction of integrity where you come from good and you want to do good and you want to sincerely help people as well. Okay, so if you can put that together, marry great speaking skills with real integrity, that's when you become a force of nature. That's when you start changing. And you know what? A real force of nature I've seen is in Tony Robbins. He is a literal force of nature. And he does it for the good. And that man is a giant ball of love. And his heart is completely open. So I'm hugely inspired by him as well. Thank you, Varun, for sharing. That is like really inspiring for me. Like I can see that that energy flowing still. Like you can imagine that, that moment. And I think everything is connected uh, to till today what you are. And uh, like you being a super speaker, now that a lot of people are applying for super speaker season three, so what message you would like to give to them? Uh, how they would prepare and how they will move? Uh, something that is also you are helping a lot of people. So what is the message to them? So I'll go back to uh, what I was saying before, which is be real. Be real. Be real. Don't try to put on a show. Okay. Initially, when I started on, on my speaking journey, I used to make it about myself. I thought it was about myself. You know, that I'm on the stage, people are looking at me, that I got to put on a show. But I realized through the years of working in this and through mentors like Blair Singer, that when I said that it's not about you, it's about them. So there's a lot of pressure that gets taken off as well. So be real, make it about your audience, make your message about something that can transform someone's life. Okay. And again, as Blair Singer says, who you are speaks louder than what you say. So, you know, work on yourself, literally. If you are one with yourself and if you're in integrity with who you are, that will come out. Your message will be congruent to who you are. And if you're congruent, if your message is congruent to who you are, that will speak volumes and you'll be able to inspire people. But if you feel that you're not congruent, that your message is not congruent to who you are, then your audience will feel that as well. So this, this is not just about speaking. It's about who you are and you start working. It's an inspiration to start working on yourself, just like it did for me. And I'm still doing that. Yeah, it is a working progress always. There is always, uh, you, you can be a better version of yourself. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, Varun, how do you see India in five years when it comes to coaching and training industry? Because you have been uh, really interacted with a lot of uh, a big... Uh, legends in India, like you mentioned, Rajiv, 
Siddharth, Swain, all these people. So how do you see uh, in the next five years moving forward? Oh, you know what? I would, Sagar, I would say what Siren says, literally. You know, I mean, Siren's made this his mission to make India the training capital of the world. And by God, it will. It yes. will. I mean, one, I know the man. He, If he puts his mind to something, he makes it happen. Two, yes. the way we're going. The way we're going, I mean, the rate at which we're growing as, you know, as a country, as an economy, as just sheer population, sheer numbers, the amount of coaches we have is, you know, it is certainly going to become the training capital of the world. And the coaches from India are going to impact people from around the world, for sure. There's no doubt about that. I mean, there's huge domestic market in itself and there's a huge international market. Well, there's going to be amazing coaches everywhere. But just the sheer numbers in India are going to just blow the world away. It's going to be phenomenal. And the rate at which everything is improving. I mean, I'm seeing it just for the last five to 10 years. There's massive amount of knowledge, massive amount of wisdom, massive amount of improvement, technology, people, systems, the way people are approaching. I mean, the self-development industry that has just taken off in India. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, these big self-development gurus who never used to come to India way back and then Seren started bringing them in. I mean, now look at that. They just, you know, they know the market is huge. They're clamoring to come to India. So, yeah, it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, it's the best place to be in the world right now, for sure. If you are a coach or trainer. Amazing. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that is something we are all looking forward to it. Now, when it comes to uh, coaching industry, uh, how important community building is? The last question <laughs> I would like to ask. Because there is something that uh, we are looking forward to building a community. Even Siddharth always uh, say that. So what yeah. is your perspective about uh, building a community and serving them? So you recall, Sagar, I was telling you about, like when I talked about our program, when we do the body transformational programs or the nutritional transformational programs, the very one of the key essences is the community aspect. Because alone, you can only go so far, but together, you go very far. And so when you're together and you're egging each other on, you don't even know how far you can go, right? So like, for example, in my own super speaker journey, it's not just my journey. It was my wife, it was my family, you know, that support, everyone egging me on, everyone giving me feedback. That's why I was able to go far. If I was just doing it alone, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I won't go far. So it's the same thing here. Community is everything, is everything. I mean, today, if you are in the like-minded tribe, you'll be able to accomplish things you can never imagine, right? I mean, you know this, this is something that you do, so you drive that as well. So yeah, completely sold on it, man, sold on it. I've seen the power of tribes uh, back in, uh, again, back in graduation, back in grad school or university days as well. When I was living in part of a tribe, when I was living in a residential college, when I was living among people from 30 different countries, when we worked together, we created magic. When I was living alone, nothing was moving. Nothing was moving. Because there's a circular pattern that happens in your thinking, right? You're thinking the same thoughts over and over and over. And that is another reason why people get mental health disorders. But when you're part of a community, mental health disorder is not even possible because you're socially interacting with people and there are people always helping you out and egging you on, making you a better person. Right. So that doesn't even happen because that is the stuff that we're made of. So literally what we started this conversation with. Now it is all connected. Right. Right. So all coming back full circle. Right. So it's all connected. That's that's how powerful this is. Yes. 
there's something about your coaching program so that people can learn those who are watching this specifically in this audience so your audience like if you're watching here please tell us the key learning that you learned from Varun today and Varun like tell us something about uh, your coaching maybe some people want to learn from you this how you actually help okay so yes I of course help people reverse their biological age and biological age is different from your chronological age your chronological age is just the number right so I am five zero but my biological age last time I checked was 29 and this is what I want to keep reversing because it doesn't matter what the physical number is it depends what the biological or the metabolic number is because that's what gives you the energy the vitality in your body okay this is this is what will keep you get you moving will will pretty much be the life force behind you so we teach how to make basically regenerate that life force and to reverse the biological clock but to, to get on that journey you start with the fundamentals of course so you learn the fundamentals you learn the fundamentals of nutrition of peak health or fundamentals of lifestyle you learn from the best of the best in the world and the best examples in the world how they've been doing it as well then very important is the mindset the mindset that you need to have to be on that journey the person who you need to become Okay, and then you start cultivating and developing new habits and we have a whole system for that so that this sticks for lifetime. So it's not just something that you do right now. Okay, And then, of course, there's an element of biohacking, which is just how you make those things stick and it becomes easier. So you leverage science and you leverage behavioral science and the physical science as well. So in, in biohacking so that you make things easier for you. And then we have a step-by-step -step system. So there's a how you can start changing your nutrition gradually without any compromise in taste. Because if you start compromising on taste, it's not going to stick, right? And then we have an entire ecosystem wherein not only we give you the complete diet plans, we also tell you how to source them, right? How to make them. So we have an entire ecosystem there. Then in terms of your fitness, we do step-by-step hand-holding workouts. So we have a three-month transformational journey where we teach you all this, right? So we have a separate nutritional program, a separate fitness-oriented program, and there are people who come into a program that's together, done for you as well, and done with you. So it's like, so you have a complete hand-holding, step-by-step fitness, nutrition, how to do that, creating new habits, and you learn, not just from me, but you learn from my trainers, and you learn from my mentors as well. And wow. so by end by the end of it, it you get these world class results. So when you come in, you have bit health assessment tests done, right? So we get to we we know where you are. By the time you finish the program, then you do it again, and you do it midway as well. So you you know you are measuring your progress. So by the end, you can see how much biological age you've reversed, how much inches you've lost, um, what kind of body dimensions have changed. Right? How much muscle you lean muscle you put on and how many diseases were you able to prevent? So let's say if you're at the risk of diabetes, if you're the risk of hypertension, we get you in the state of peak health as well. And that is just the beginning because once you get into that state and you develop and cultivate those habits for life, you'll have a new version of you that will have so much impact, so much energy that, you know, like for example, I would say again, I will connect it with super speaker Sagar. The fact one of the huge reasons for me winning it was the investment I've been doing in myself for a very long time on my health, on my endurance, on my energy. Because the night before Super Speaker, I that I hadn't even slept. Okay, so there was a lot going on. Besides, of course, there was 
I would say there was a lot of going on in my head related to, regarding Super Speaker Finale. But even then, there was a lot going on in my life as well besides that. So because of that, I couldn't sleep. But the fact that, you know, I could get up there and present was all because of the investment that I've done in my physical health and my mental health. So that's how it gives you rewards later. So you start investment. That's what investment is, right? You invest in, you know, financial assets. It gives you rewards later. This is what it's about. And not just that, the other reward, which is you start looking younger, you start looking fitter as well. I mean, isn't that amazing? That in itself amazing. is amazing. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I will, uh, I will share all the links below out to Varun. You can go and check it out. And uh, thank you so much, Varun. And you have given a lot of value when it comes to super speaker, public speaking, and reverse aging and health and fitness. I think these are powerful lessons. All of you, if you learn a lot, I thank you, Varun, in the comment box and show the gratitude that he actually given a lot of value. Uh, and I really uh, grateful for you, Varun. You have shared literally open heartedly everything whatever I ask and everything and uh, thank you everyone for watching this podcast and if you like this podcast if you feel anybody is going through mental issues anybody is uh, having that challenges that we discussed today please do share with them you never know this one hour podcast can change someone's lives please do share and also share your uh, key learnings in the comment box thank you so much uh, for watching bye till then I'll see you in the next episode